All right, everyone. Episode number five of Education Bros. This week, we go into a little bit of the tips and tricks that we've stolen from other teachers. This is very important if you're in the education field or I would argue in any field in life. We hope you enjoy and we hope you can follow us on Instagram at education underscore bros. Thanks for listening. All right, let's get it started. Boys, episode number five, Education Bros. I think I kind of liked how the last couple of weeks we've started with some past week, either highlights or lowlights or things that we want to talk about that are in the news. Maybe, Paul, you can give a little analytics update. Yeah, I've uh, kind of turned into to the analytics guy, so uh, happy to report, surprised to report, after that, uh, we all know what happened after week one with uh, 11 listeners, but uh, we're up over 500, boys. That's pretty impressive in s- such a short span. Amazing. Perfect. Uh, anything, anything, we'll start with you, Paulo, anything from the week that was that you wanted to chat about? Yeah, I mean, for me, the week that was leans in, leads into the week that's going to be. And, you know, just uh, uh, so excited that we're going to be back to school and the kids are going to get opportunities, in my case, to do their experiential learning thing. Like I've, I've never had a group this excited about starting their experiential learning. Like everyone's been cooped up for so long. The parents mm-hmm. are excited. The employers are excited. And what was interesting about this group was when it started, there was no guarantees, right? Cause we were waiting for, you know, some sort of government announcements. And uh, I told them we might be online the whole time, but if you guys stick with it and you get a placement opportunity, it's going to be amazing. So everyone's like pumped, ready to go. So that I'm so excited about being back working with kids because the virtual thing, man, if you're a teacher and you prefer the virtual thing, get out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it sucks. Yeah. No, it's a good point. And I think the reason why the four of us love teaching is just that social interaction, not even with just with the kids, but, I think with other teachers and just people in the building and getting up and uh, yeah. So if you're enjoying this virtual learning, crawling out of bed and just not having kids respond to you on camera, then yeah, like Paulo said, get out. Um, Joe, anything from you the week that was anything that stood out? Uh, yeah, uh, not uh, really my accomplishment, but uh, I'm trying to get to know, my students as you know it's so much harder online and pretty cool news one of my students uh, won a tennis tournament in florida so she may be the first famous person i'm ever going to teach i told her to keep keep at it i want to see her on tv so i can say i taught you you can say that i'm you know i motivated you to be a better tennis player uh no it's it's pretty cool to uh you know, you know, get to know kids. I know it's so much harder online, but uh, that was one pretty cool thing that, uh, you know, I found out this week. That's all you, bro. That actually kind of <laughs> reminds me of a funny story of a, a student, one of our past students. She won, uh, I think it was ROPSA or OPSA for uh, cross country or track and field. And I always start my class with anything I should know about from the weekend, anything exciting, whatever and usually kids like maybe one or two kids will share something and i remember i was just randomly flipping through like local television for us it's like rogers 10 
or it used to be Rogers 10. I'm not even sure of the channel anymore. And this, this student was on TV, like, like, you know, talking about her big win, showing off her medal. And then, so I, you know, the next day I'm expecting her to raise her hand and say, yeah, it was pretty cool. I won this big meet and I was on TV. So I asked, I was like, Hey, anything cool happen? And she didn't raise her hand once. And I was like, <laughs> what? You didn't want to share that. So, you know, there's all, all these amazing accomplishments that are like your students might have, and you, you might not even know about it. So it's, it's good that she shared. Uh, Chris, anything yep. from you, dude? Yeah, it's been a good week. I, um, I know we're excited to go back. I know we're going to be having to walk around with like a two meter noodle. It sounds like even when we're in school, the restrictions mm. keep coming in, but hey, it's better than nothing as far as I'm concerned. But I don't know. It's been a, a funny, we were on, we had a lot of staff meetings over the last couple of weeks over the concerns about going back. And it was funny. I was on the other end. Usually I'm looking for the kids and like, where'd you go? said you left the meeting then you came back and all this kind of stuff so we were in one i don't know if you remember adam but we were in one in the phys ed and they kicked me out so i had to get back in but they put me into the main one first so it looked oh, like from like the from the breakout room they put you the, back into the main room yeah so it looked like i wasn't on for like a half an hour <laughs> so I'm, i can't they can't hear me they can't see me but i could hear them and i'm not saying who heard me or anything like that but it was awesome and they're like oh there's chris Where's he been? Oh, he's pulling another student. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to like, I'm like, oh man, I was here. I was here the whole time. I was in the bed. And, but they couldn't hear me because it was, oh, it was just funny. So, you know what I learned there? Another life lesson is, you know, when the kids do tell you, sir, my Wi-Fi went down or maybe they're telling the truth. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes it, it actually yeah. did. Right. Yeah. I always what about you, Adam? I feel I feel like you're leading up to an awesome story that uh, that you want to share. Save the best for last. Well, actually, I do have a story. It's just from uh, a student that I'm sure once I tell this story, all four of you will be like, oh, I know exactly who that student is. But he's a student with uh, special needs. And uh, I think he's got to be on the spectrum. And the two things that he's really great at are remembering like numbers and statistics and specifically with sports like the student loves sports he'll find us or you'll, you'll really find anyone that wants to listen to talk about you know the leaf game or the blue jays or the raptors and uh, his other i don't know if you guys have ever recognized this with this student but he also seems to always love a new language so when i first got to our school like six or seven years ago he would only speak in italian to me you know, he'd say, hello, grazie. And then for a bit, he was always doing a Jamaican accent. And then for a bit, he was only doing a Scottish accent. And so now his big thing is he wants to go to the, the World Junior Hockey Tournament in Sweden. So I guess he's, he's, you know, he's learning Swedish. So I was chatting That's with all the amazing. students. I say, so I was like, you know, guys, I think it's important that instead of us consuming so much content, let's create content similar to what we're doing now with this podcast. And so I'm asking students, you know, do you guys have any um, uh, avenues where you guys create your own content? And some, it's, it's kind of cool because a lot of students do like a lot of them stream their video games online so other people can watch them play. And sure enough, the student who's, who's in this class with me, he, he says, sir, I have my own YouTube channel. And I say, Oh, awesome. Like, how do I search it? Or what's it on? And he just, he recaps all of like the Toronto Maple Leaf games in Swedish. <laughs> wow. So, so I, sure enough, 
he sends me the link to watch it, and it's just him just speaking in Swedish. I don't know if he uses Google Translator or whatever. And so yesterday I was like, hey, uh, I say what the student's name, and I say, what's the video going to be on today? And he says, I'm going to preview the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Montreal Canadiens. So he previews it. It's a four-minute video of him previewing the game in Swedish. And at the end, he predicts the score of the game. And he predicted the Toronto Maple Leafs will win four to two against the Montreal Canadiens. And last night, no way. they Come won on. four to two. And I swear on my life, this morning, I, well, I had this. I, I taught the student again this morning, and I said, "I need you to pick six numbers for me between <laughs> one to forty-nine for the lottery." I become and, I become such a gambling degenerate because of COVID. I have nothing better to do. So, can you please um? Let him know. I need to know the leaf score for Saturday. If you get, you get a hold of him tomorrow, I have a, so man, cool. Chris. We almost bet last night. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Thank God you didn't uh, answer in time. Yeah, I saved you some cash. Oh my God! I know exactly which student you're speaking of. And speaking of degenerate gamblers, I was a degenerate gambler, and uh, that's not even a joke, uh, <laughs> as most of you know. So I had a serious gambling problem. I mean, whatever. I guess if you're a compulsive gambler, you're always a compulsive gambler. But I've been clean for. A few years running, I won't bet on uh, on anything. I'm not even in any pools anymore or anything. But when I got to the school um, four years ago, I met this student and same thing. So he befriended me because I was wearing like a Leaf jersey and he was always talking to me about updates. So I remember asking him and the World Series was starting because it was in the fall. And I was like, uh, hey, who's going to win the World Series? And he was like, oh, that one's easy. Houston Astros. And they won that year. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then I wow. went a little more abstract. I went a little more abstract. And I was like, do you like MLS? And he's like, I'm not a soccer guy, but let me do some research, sir. He came to find me running down the halls before the playoffs started. Portland Timbers, sir. Portland Timbers. And they won that year, too. And I'm like, why can't I still be a degenerate gambler? This guy could be my meal ticket. Oh, he's the best. Oh, that guy's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Yeah. He's like well, he's he's like a sports savant. He really is. He is. He loves everything. He'll he's he'll he'll die to talk about any sport as long as you're interested in it. He'll he'll make sure he's interested in it. And I'm I don't know if I'm ashamed to admit or I'm like excited to admit that I have a convenience store in my condo building and I walk down there and I swear in my life I bet the lottery. So if I win, I'm giving some money to that guy for sure. Well, we have to be careful to not release his actual YouTube channel because I think he's going to have more hits than us. He, he's our competition now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make sure you only message us. Don't put it on any of the Instagram stuff. Cause, uh, <laughs> he's the enemy right now. Oh, yeah. He's going to blow up. He's got blow up potential for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, the other thing I think maybe would be a cool topic to discuss was uh, this week. And I kind of teased it maybe a little bit last week, and I thought this would be a kind of cool, yeah, cool topic was things that we've basically stolen from other teachers. Because I think it's important for teachers, if they're new or old, to realize you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's probably someone that's already done something great, and if they're willing to share, or you can take something from that other person. Um, I know I've talked, I've I've taken a lot of things from all the three of you, but uh, specifically Joe, like stuff from in the classroom. I don't know if we want to touch on some of those things. I don't know, Joe, you want to start? Anything you've taken from someone, another teacher you've seen? It might even just be a phrase or a line or something in the classroom or the way to mark a test or something. 
Right. So like the first thing that came to mind uh, when I first started teaching, there was this uh, a teacher. He was brand new, just like me. And we got just chatting and somehow he came up with this uh, idea to start each uh, day with a quote. So you'd walk in and write a quote on the board, uh, an inspirational quote from anywhere. And he said he would always for the first five minutes of the lesson, instead of just just diving right into the curriculum, he would talk about the quote for five minutes. And sometimes it would generate a great class discussion. Sometimes it would just be a complete mess. And so when I started this, uh, doing this, I had the students write down the quote, like as soon as they walk in and, and keep their binders organized, all the quotes in one section. So what that did for me is, you know, while I was doing attendance, while I was kind of getting my stuff ready, it was kind of cool to watch students walk in and immediately open their books and their writing. Mm-hmm. So it already kind of starts the class off like on a good note, right? Instead of just, you know, students walk in, their books are closed or chatting and whatever. Like eventually once the class got, gets used to this, it's, it was a pretty cool idea. So that was like, I, as soon as he told me that, I'm like, man, I need to, I need mm-hmm. to steal this. this I will, I, of I will, course, I didn't give him credit till right now. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> I, I always told everybody, this is my brilliant idea, but really it was all him. Yeah. But that's, that's a, that's a great call. Cause it's so hard to capture their attention initially. And it doesn't really matter how you capture it, but if you, if you, if you get them, then it's easy to transition into the curriculum stuff that you're, that you're uh, trying to get out there for sure. But um, you know, like catching them, that's key. Right. So I think that's, that's a fantastic strategy for sure. For me, you know, I've always, I always say, you've probably heard on a few of these episodes already. I, I always say it's all about the kids. It's all about the kids. And I kind of paraphrased from one of my first kind of role models when I started teaching, he always used to say, if it's good for kids. So I, I'd have an idea or I'd say something and he's like, if it's good for kids, do it. And I've always kind of had that mentality, but at first I was so intimidated by this by this teacher because I always wanted to teach phys ed, but I taught business first couple of years. Um, and then I finally got some phys ed sections and he was the head of phys ed, but he was just this kind of, you know, intimidating almost man who like was amazing at everything. Like you guys all know those people that are great at everything. Like he was one of these guys. And I go down to the gym even before I taught. And like, I still to this day, haven't seen a phys ed teacher with the biomechanics like how he teaches it to the kids, like no matter what class it was, badminton, football, basketball, no matter what level those kids started at, they left that unit better, right? He was just an incredible teacher. And when I started working under him, I was like, you know, how can I live up to this guy, right? He's going to be in the gym. If he walks into my gym and sees what I'm doing, he's going to fire my ass. I'm going to be teaching business again in no time. And I remember one of the things he did, which, which I try to do with my staff now is, he always made sure that you never got too comfortable teaching something. So I remember my first class was grade nine boys and I learned all the units. I knew them inside out. And I was like, Hey, Derek, I want to teach grade nine all the time. And he's like, no, no, no. You're going to teach every course so that you're comfortable with everything. And so that you can grow as well, because as a teacher, as soon as you think, you know, everything and you've done learning, forget it. Right. Like kids keep learning. We have to keep learning as well. Right. Like with my, with my co-op kids, I tell them, Hey, you're going to be a placement for two months or four months. Just learn one thing every day. Like that's going to make you so much smarter at the end of the experience, right? Because all those little things add up to a ton of growth. But a funny story I have with uh, Derek, and I don't think he'll mind 
me sharing his name was so he made me teach or asked me to teach the grade 12 uh, recreation course. And it was a bunch of sports that I wasn't familiar with. Right. So there was like archery. I, I never picked up a bow and arrow in my life. Uh, squash. I'd never played that. So he was like, okay, so you're going to teach them squash in the first unit. I'm like, Derek, I never even played squash. I don't know the rules. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know anything. And he's like, I'm going to take you out. So after school, he rented a squash court. We have our rackets. He's showing me the rules. He's knocking the ball around. He's giving me a few tips. You got to get back to the tee. You got to control this, that, forehand, backhand. I'm like, okay, as long as I'm one day ahead of the kids, I'll be okay. The beauty is the <laughs> kids that were in my class, they'd also never played squash, right? So as I'm kind of teaching them, I kind of have, you know, I have one more day of experience than they do. So they're kind of learning. And I, we had some really good athletes in that class. I uh, remember like really, you know, athletic kids in a variety of different disciplines. And when we play, usually racket sports, we'll, we'll set up a ladder, right? So you kind of challenge the person ahead of you and you kind of, you can move up or you can drop down the ladder if, if you lose. Well, I started to get pretty good, right? And even with these athletic <laughs> kids, I stayed at the top of the ladder and we played this for two weeks, right? And I was like, you know what? What if I'm a squash savant? What if like, I might be the best squash player in the world, and we, we just kind of found out now, like, I'm just my body, like, I'm, I'm perfectly in tune with this. I know where the ball's going. I'm like, these kids are good athletes. They're 20 years younger than me, and I'm kicking their butt. So I come back to the school, and I'm like, yeah, Derek, just so you know, thanks for the tips. But, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm the best squash player in the school now. <laughs> he didn't. He grabbed his keys, threw me in his car, and said, let's go. He played me left-handed, left-handed. I didn't get one point. I was so humbled. <laughs> what a beating I took that day. What a beating I took. But as amazing as Derek was with that, he was the worst speller ever. And he was in a position of leadership. So as our relationship grew, before he sent out like an important email, he was always like, hey, Paulo, Paulo, come. I need you to help me with this, with this, with the spelling of this. I'm sending it to an administrator or, or a superintendent. I don't want to look uh, silly. And I'm like, yeah, uh, maybe the part that's going to make you look silly is the first line that says, I'm so fucking pissed off. Maybe that's the part we need to edit. Not so much the spelling, right? He's so passionate about it. He also taught me or we taught each other the 24 hour rule. Like before you send out that email to anyone, take a breath, revisit it on, uh, on the next day. That's just good relationship advice, man. Yes. <laughs> so not only are we, yeah, not only are we providing, you know, advice for teachers, we're also, you know, for couples. Uh, out there as well great, great job. yeah if by the way if this turns into a marriage podcast i'm out because i got no advice to offer there <laughs> it's, it's funny i uh i didn't even tell you guys this but i'm getting like so much shit from the person that lives below me because i'm doing workouts online with my students so i'm jumping around doing burpees or whatever so he's brought it to like the board of directors oh, and all yeah. this bs and so I should have taken your advice because I've sent some pretty harsh emails within the like two minutes of receiving them. Like this guy's a psycho, fuck him, blah blah blah. So yeah, I should have oh, I should have listened you... to this podcast before. Like a classroom, Sorry, what? getting in shit right. The 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 videos playing too loud through the walls as you're trying to get <laughs> yeah. kids. You're like sometimes you're at home getting in trouble. It's all the same. I know. Yeah, where I know. where's Chris. where's our union to protect us now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chris, you got anything you you stolen or taken something yeah, a little piece of advice or yeah. I'm just listen to those guys. I'm I was always taught to be a sponge and I really am a sponge and piggyback off what Joe was saying. I was I was going to use use example 
Adam, and I'm not not to kiss your ass by any means. I just remember going in one of your math classes. You, you kept putting those riddles up, and um, I don't know if you remember back when we first met our first school when you used to always those riddles and you know. Uh, kudos to you. It's not the first part of what I was going to say, but kudos to you. I remember those kids being in the hallway two, three hours later. I don't know if I ever told you that I don't want your head to get too big, so I'm always giving you tough love. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you now. I'll be honest now, finally. But uh, those kids would two, three hours later look for me in the hall because I'd always visit you or whatever. And Sir, did you figure out the riddle yet? Did you figure out how those 27 <laughs> got on the boat and this? And I go, I figured it out, but I've been looking. I'm looking. I'm not giving up. <laughs> and uh, I don't know where you got that from, but like I've been trying to. And it's funny you say that because I looked at, I found an old hard drive of mine, and I had it like riddle day one, riddle day two, because I kind of adopted a little. I was on a roll for a bit, just to get the kids yeah. rolling right off the bat, like, and they're laughing and cheering. They look down, and all of a sudden, two minutes later, they're smiling, they're happy, and I don't know. Did you get that from somebody? Well, it's kind of funny. I, I. I just, I, I learned it in my student teaching. Like I came up with this idea of the riddles. And then because Joe was my student teacher already, he already did something similar where Joe has like a, you know, after he does his quote, he does a little question of the day, like a challenge question. So it could be anything. But Joe kind of basically threw it out there. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but it'd be like anything, like just like useless knowledge that right. you have. And you would just see which kid got the answer and maybe they got a treat or they got a, um, you kept a tally and at the end of the year, they got something. Yeah. So, so at that time, when I, yeah, sorry, sorry to cut you off at that time. They like love to take down the attendance because it meant like five minute break from my class. Right. Which, I don't know what right, that said right, about right. my class, but they, <laughs> they couldn't wait to leave. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah, yeah. that question of the day i ended up calling it the attendance question right so that's what it was yeah that's what it was like, exactly yeah, and i you know i stole that from you like so i stole that idea so i i already had the riddles and then when i came with you you already had the attendance questions so then every day i just had a riddle instead of a random question same idea and then i basically adopted everything that you how you start your class the exact same i started my class with just a little twist so you know on mondays i always called it like i don't know if this is a sexist but i always called it male mondays so it was a question that like you know it was usually sports related or car related or something of that nature and then on thursdays i think i always did a riddle and then on wednesdays was a wild card so it how many times have I called you, Joe, where I'd call you in the middle of a class and be like, hey, bro, I need a random fact. You are full of random shit. And I'm and literally like, full of shit. <laughs> yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd be like, okay, and what was the first color of the Coca-Cola can or something? I'd be like, I don't know. He's like, green. I'm like, green. Perfect. And that would be my, and that would be my attendance question of the day. I did the same thing as Joe did. Like, I literally, my first 10 minutes every day, I've basically stolen everything from Joe. You know what? And uh, so I appreciate that. You know what? You know what's funny too is as a teacher that that I know that people have stolen stuff from me. I always say, you know, like you know the obviously the famous expression or the common expression that uh, imitation is the greatest form of uh, flattery. So uh, I, I'm going to put you on the spot a bit, Adam, because uh, you know Maroni Cup. I feel like you kind of stole that from me, but uh, <laughs> where you know you Come get down. those kids. Oh, so maybe you can explain kind of what that is and, and how it kind of motivates kids. But whenever I'd come down, I'd see kids in other gym classes, like peeking through their curtains. Like, I want to be in that class, man. That looks so cool. Well, again, 
and I was going to talk about, I have something from each of you for sure, but this one is just the idea of at the end of a phys ed unit, you do a little squad. They're already in teams for the whole year. And at the, the last day of that unit, you just do a little mini tournament. They play everyone once for five minute games. And then there's a champion at the end. And you showed me how you used to do the same thing when you were teaching phys ed back in the day. And at the end of each unit, you'd have a little write-up and you kept a tally of who um, uh, had been winning, like the, you know, who had the most championships. And for my 30th birthday, my 30th birthday gift was you had went out to this like uh, trophy shop with, and you got the ugliest looking trophy with some medallions and bejewels, <laughs> like these red rubies I forgot that it. was a gift. You That's put, right. I forgot I gave you that. Yeah. Yeah. So you brought that to me because I had started that idea and then you just one-upped it and said, okay, not, not only do you guys get a write-up about yourselves and you get um, the accolades, but you also get the trophy. So they got to take a picture with the trophy and blah, blah, blah. So um, yeah, I definitely took that from you. And Chris, the other thing that I've taken from you is like the guys in here know how quick-witted Chris is. Like Chris has got these like unbelievable lines and if you've ever stepped into his classroom he's always got an amazing analogy so he and a lot of times it's like he's he's great at using that analogy for whatever that, that kid's passion is and a lot of times my passion is sports so if he's got like a hockey or a football or a basketball kid in class he uses that analogy and sure enough i find myself i'll walk out of that class and that same day i almost always use the exact same words chris does i'll and like did you guys ever see uh, Home Improvement, that show with Tim the Toolman? Yeah, of Taylor? course. I'm the old guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so for our young listeners that want, wouldn't understand that, but like Tim would like always be in trouble with his wife or at work or something, and so he would like get seek advice from his neighbor next door, Wilson, who you know you could only see his eyes over the <laughs> fence, and Wilson would always give him a, an amazing analogy and say like you know this reminds me of the the 1812 war when general blah 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 couldn't figure out this and so tim makes it look like he understands what he's talking about so he'll go back into the house and apologize to his wife using some analogy that's way (laughs) off and i i I honestly feel like i'm tim the tool man taylor that like chris is my wilson and he's told me this amazing analogy but i kind of forget how it's supposed to go so i just kind of make up some shit and then the kid's like oh yeah i told you i'm with you i'm with you that's the best part of those best part of those analogies. Even if they don't make sense, the kids are looking at you going, "Yeah, that, yeah, yeah." You know what? Sort of out of it that <laughs> it makes, way. It makes you sound like you know what you're doing. That's well, and Chris, Honestly, it's it's, it's a good thing it. that you send them uh, verbally to him because if you would have sent those to him in a file, he would have stole it and you wouldn't be able to access <laughs> it. <laughs> requested it. Uh, well, I think it's an important lesson, though, to be like to just be completely honest is. Find people in the building that you relate to and that you think that you want to model yourself after and after and like steal a piece of them and add that to your portfolio. Steal a little like I honestly truly believe like that that saying you are who you hang out, like your five closest friends. And I still think it's true mm-hmm. in teaching. If you find like like your five closest teachers or teachers that you aspire to be like. And you might not even have to like them, but if you really respect them as a teacher, take one thing from them and then add it to like your dimension. Now, now you're multidimensional. So I like to think that I have like, you know, I'm like 33% Paulo, 33% Joe and 33% Chris. More like 34% Chris, but don't tell <laughs> guys. You don't need a competition. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> one more thing, Chris, this reminded me of something. You so as teachers, sometimes we get we have to like cover other classes. So um, like if someone's away or they call in sick or they have to go coach a sporting event, we have to go cover that class. And I remember Chris, there's been a couple of times where, you know, usually you split that class with someone else and where the other teacher forgot to show up. And Chris looked me in the eyes and I'm like, I, you know, I went to visit him during his coverage and the other teacher didn't, you know, didn't show up. And he said, Oh, it's not a big deal. You know, whereas other teachers would have a fit, they would call down the office and all that's doing is calling out one of your other colleagues. So of course, if it happens multiple times with the same person, talk to them, but you know, if you have to bite a bullet here and there just to not call someone out. And I, I always learn that from you, dude. And I always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just a positive dude that like, you know what? Yeah, I could be pissed off and be negative about the situation. And you're like, ah, just let it roll off your back. What's another big deal? I'll be here for another 30 minutes. I got yeah. stuff to do. I'll just march. It's, it's that, you know? it's like, that that's thing like... I sent you about being <laughs> yeah. flawless. But like, it's so true. Like, I, I make mistakes all the time. The days I'm grumpy. And I'm just glad that my friends... Uh forgive me and they and like my colleagues just kind of accept me for who i am and everybody has a story and i've always learned that just um i don't know it's part of the the patience and understanding of people and i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm better than anybody else but i've always like realized that like if someone needs help or i don't know what happened to them and if i can get a hold of them i'll get a hold of them mm-hmm. if not tomorrow i'll find them the next day and every time that it's ever happened like the people like are uh so upset about it and they come next day like i'm so sorry i didn't realize it. it's all good don't worry about it. i owe you. you don't owe me anything it's all good circle of life and i've always said that and just always take care of it it's hard sometimes in a building where like you said earlier i think it was joe or paulo like sometimes you don't get along with everybody and 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 it's okay not to get along with everybody it doesn't mean you can't respect them as your colleague and and um at that moment just take take the bullet and <laughs> cover the class and hopefully uh Everything worked out. Whatever was going on in their day that yeah. didn't, you know, why they didn't show up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because it goes, it goes the other way, too. Because sometimes that, <laughs> that I've been, like, you know, I've been a minute late to relieve someone of their duty. And I'm getting paid from the office. And then I'll always remember that teacher that did that. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm still yeah, going to respect never forget, them. But it's in the back. Yeah. You never forget. It's in the back of your head. Like, did that really bother you that I was one minute late to relieve you? How do you know I wasn't with a kid or doing something? I'm so, so I'm so yeah, sorry I, just, I did that to you, bro. It won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> We're not calling you out or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul, you're 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 not even in the building half the day, bro. I don't even know if you actually work. Co-op, man. Oh, I work. <laughs> Trust me, I work. <laughs> I think you work harder than all of us, except for Joe. We know Joe is always working hard. Yeah, self-proclaimed hardest worker right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think this is a, this is a topic that I'm sure we we've taken uh, we've taken lots of things from other teachers. So I'm sure we could even do a part two and a part three. But I think that's it for today. That's episode five. Check you next week.